Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory podcast. We're going to continue our series titled The Biblical Foundations of Prayer. Glory to God. We've covered a lot. I'm going to review just a little bit. We're coming to an end of this series, but there's a few key things that we need to get settled. We're discussing tongues right now and whether tongues are real, whether their tongues are for today, whether or not they are for you and me. So what we've done is at the direction of the Lord, I've backed up to 1 Corinthians 12, and we're going through 12, 13, and 14. All three chapters, line upon line, precept upon precept. Remember that this was not written in chapter and verse. It was written as a letter. So they all flow together. The love chapter is in the middle of two chapters about the manifestations of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, miracles. So we're going to go into a little bit more about how they relate. Everything is based on love and building the kingdom. Building the kingdom of God in love. Um, for review, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts. That word gifts you'll find in many translations is italicized. It was added by the translators. It was not there in the original text. It really says, now concerning spirituals. Look at Young's literal translation. You'll find out that it says spiritual things. Man added this. There are three different categories in the word when it's talking about these spirituals. One of them are gifts, and we'll find that in a couple of verses in verse 4. The second one are ministries, spiritual ministries, spiritual gifts, and the third one are spiritual operations. So there's three different spirituals. We talked about those in detail. Verse 4, it says, There are diversities of gifts, or different kinds of gifts. We went into each gift line upon line. It talked about, so this is the first of the spirituals listed in verse 1. Then it goes on to say, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries. This is the second spiritual listed out of verse 1. Or, then the third one is, but the same Lord and there are diversities of activities. That's the third category of spirituals from verse 1. When it says activities, that means operations. People need capabilities within churches, graces within churches, within ministries to operate them. Amen? A church can't operate without people who are gifted in grace to operate them. The day-to-day -day activities. Amen? But it's the same God who works all in all. Then we talked about nine spiritual gifts. The gifts of the Spirit that are listed in these chapters. Out of the nine, you can break them up into three different categories. So there were three different areas of spiritual gifts or spirituals. Now there's nine different spiritual gifts that you can break into three categories. The first one is where God speaks. Revelations, manifestation, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discerning of spirits. If you look at these verses, that would be the first, the second, and seventh gift listed. And then there's three gifts that do things. Power manifestations, healings, um, workings of great faith. Those are the third, fourth, and fifth 
um, gifts that are listed. And then there's three where man utters things. Manifestations from the utterance of men. And those are six, eight, and nine out of the listed nine gifts. Amen. We also talked about three kinds of tongues. Tongues that we find in 1 Corinthians 14 that happened in Acts 2, 4 through 11, where they spoke in another language, not in a tongue, an unknown tongue to us. They spoke in like a, a German speaking to Chinese. And the Chinese understands what he is saying, even though he doesn't know Chinese. They spoke in a different language than what they were trained, what they went to school for, what they spoke at home, and other people in other areas understood it. That's one kind. And those are called sign tongues for the purpose of getting people saved. And then there is a ministry or public tongues. This is where it's somebody who has a special call and anointing, a grace, um, of ministry and tongues. Not everybody has ministry tongues, sometimes called public tongues, or sign tongues. Those are not something that everybody has. It's a specific grace, a specific anointing for a specific time. But everybody can have the personal tongues or edification tongues we find in 1 Corinthians 14. We're going to go into each of those more through the rest of this series. Everyone can have that and you should have it. Amen. Those tongues build yourself up. They edify the body of Christ. Everybody in the body of Christ needs edified. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we went over and we read 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11 in the Amplified. So we are down to the point of starting out with, um, every, with verse 12. But I'm going to read in the Amplified the first 11 Verses. We went over this last time, but it was at the end. We had to move quick due to time. So I'm going to take a couple minutes and read this. I encourage you to listen to what it says in detail. Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy, brethren, I do not want you misinformed. You know that when you were heathen, you were led off after idols that could not speak habitually as impulse directed and whenever the occasion might rise. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say, Jesus be cursed. They will never curse Jesus. And no one can really say, Jesus is my Lord, except by under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. They may say Jesus is Lord, but it's not in their heart. They don't believe it. Amen. They'll never want to submit to it. Now, there are distinctive varieties and distributions of endowments, gifts, extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians, distinguishing certain Christians. These gifts are given to different people for the purpose of the call on their lives. Due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit, and they vary, but the Holy Spirit remains the same. And there are distinctive varieties of service and ministration, but it is the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive varieties of operations of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. Notice, we went over three different spirituals 
that we've read. And then you get to verse seven, it says, but each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's for everybody. We're not talking about the ministry of tongues. In verse eight, one is given in and through the Holy Spirit, the power to speak. This is whenever you're called to a ministry of tongues, a message of wisdom and to another, the power to express a word of knowledge and understanding according to the Holy Spirit. To another, wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit. To another, the extraordinary powers of healing by the one Spirit. If you didn't listen to the last message, I encourage you to go back and get it. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophetic insight, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose. To another, the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances of true spirits and false ones. To another, various kinds of unknown tongues. To another, the ability to interpret such tongues. All these gifts, achievements, abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one in the same Holy Spirit who apportions to each one individually exactly as he chooses. You have some of these gifts in your life. Some of them need developed. You need to exercise them and develop them. Believe God. Amen. Well, let's continue on. Let's look at verse 12. It says, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of the one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. That's when we were saved. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and all have been made to drink in one Spirit. That's when you were filled with the Holy Spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. Everybody has a place, a part in the kingdom of God. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. It is therefore not of the body. This is a body part that has an attitude. It's still part of the body, but it's got an attitude. It thinks higher of themselves than they ought. There's a lot of pride. I can't be that, so I'm not going to be part of it at all. You know, I I did that once as a child, probably more than once. If I can't do that, I'm not going to join and play that game at all. If I can't be the first baseman or the pitcher, I was not called to be a first baseman or a pitcher. I didn't have the talent for it. I was a pretty good catcher. Sat there on my knees and, okay, here's here's the mitt. Okay, hit the mitt and I can move it just a little bit. I know that when you get to higher levels, there's a grace for it that can work with the pitchers. I didn't have that. For me, it was hold the glove up and hope I didn't get hit. Amen. Your wealthy place is a place right where God has called you to be. If you are where God's called you to be with a willing heart and you're obedient to where he's called you to be, you're going to eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Notice it started off with if. It's your choice. I choose to be willing and obedient. Glory to God. You know, people have gotten out of place because they didn't want to, to accept where their call and role was in the body. Some people had a, a position where they were supposed to step into it and be developed and grow into other places, but they wouldn't receive that. They ain't cleaning a toilet. They're only going to take something that's on the stage. And they missed out. They missed divine connections, divine purposes to be developed, divine opportunities because of their pride. Amen. Praise you, Father. Your divine connections can lead to your wealthy place. 
Don't miss out on what God has for you. Amen. Humble yourself. Let's continue on. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. It is therefore not of the body. The ear doesn't need to eat. It needs to hear. It doesn't need to see. It needs to hear. Amen. Each part of the body of Christ has a different purpose, a different place, a different role. And so do all these gifts. Not everybody has all these gifts, all these spirituals working in their life. There's a different place for each person. Um, all parts are necessary. All parts have a specific role. You have a specific place in the body of Christ to help build the kingdom. God has a plan on your life. Amen? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? See, there's body parts that are missing in the body today. Hence, there's manifestations of God's power that's missing in certain parts of the body, certain churches, because people have not been willing to do what they're called to do. They try to be a place that they're not. And they need to go where God has called them to be. I preached a lot more on the road at different churches before um, I started serving Brother Keith Moore. God told me to leave the software industry, to put his ministry first, put my ministry second, so I preached a lot more, but I am through my purpose and role where I have, I'm been called to be. I'm blessed, and I'm helping a man of God that's touching more people. It's not about my ministry. It's not my ministry. It's his ministry that's operating through me. And I could be in rebellion and do some things, but I wouldn't be in the position that God has called me to be. Amen? I could be in pride and say, no, I'm going to go do my own thing. And a lot of people have done that and they've missed out on the plan of God. They wonder why they, they aren't getting promoted. They aren't getting blessed the way they're supposed to be. Well, because 10 years ago they rebelled and they need to go back and get in the place where God has called them to be. See, the callings of God are without repentance. They don't change. Oh, there may be an opportunity that you were supposed to take. And because God's not going to let the church not be built, He put somebody else in there and that opportunity closed. But you still have a call of God on your life. You can repent, get it right, and God will show you what to do from this point to move forward. Amen? Praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 18, But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as He pleased, not as you please, not as I please, not as our flesh desires, but as he pleased. And if there were all one member, where would the body be? You know, just because you filled out a card and done some paperwork at a church does not mean that you are a member of the church, the church of God. You are supposed to be where God's called you to be. Where God has called and ordained the place he has put for you, whether it's an eye, an ear, um, a foot, each place has its purpose. You know, I did not want to move to Branson, Missouri years ago. I wanted to move back to Colorado. And if I would have done that, I'd have missed out on divine revelation, divine blessings, divine opportunities. I would not have been in the place that God had called me to be. I had requested many times, just like um, military people, they can request for a change. I requested many times to be relocated, to move west. And every time it came back stamped, denied. Amen? I could have been AWOL, but that wasn't God's plan. 
right? I'm not going to be AWOL. I'm going to be in God's perfect place. Amen? Praise you, Jesus. Let's continue on. But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head uh, to the feet. I have no need of you. We have not regressed. We're still talking about the gifts of the Spirit. You cannot operate in the gifts of the Spirit in the places God has called you if you're not in your place. Oh, you may be able to do it some, but you're not going to walk in the full blessings, the full manifestations of the anointing of God. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 22, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on these, we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. You know, there are parts of your body that do not need to be seen in public. They don't look pretty. But boy, if you didn't have them functioning right, you would regret it. You would, re, you would miss it. You would want them functioning properly. Amen? You know, not to be gross, I had a colon problem years ago, and it's restored, healed. I assure you, that part of my body that wasn't functioning right at that time was painful. It was embarrassing. It wasn't fun. God has called you to be a place. And whenever you're in your right place, operating underneath His will, submitting to His will, and rejoicing in the call that you have on your life, then that place has a purpose in the body that is important. Amen? But if you're out of that place, or you've got the wrong attitude, you come all bitter, and you, you enter that place not working properly, it will affect all those around you. It affects the whole body. You don't realize what all it's doing to hinder the growth of the church. God knows, get in your divine place, your place of prosperity, amen, where God can bless you, where God can increase you, amen? Verse 20, 25, let's back up to 24. But our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism or division, strife, in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. This needs to be done more in the body of Christ, caring for each other. Those gifts are designed to unite it, unite the church, build the church, so the church can be strong, edify, build each other up. And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. You should give thanks when other people get promoted. They get blessed. They get a new car, a new house. They get promoted above you. Rejoice with it. Give thanks in it. Amen. Rejoice whenever they get it. You're in the same line. You're getting yours. If your heart's right, God's going to promote you, bless you, increase you. Hallelujah. Now you are the body of Christ in the members individually. You need to be in your place. Amen. Hallelujah. And God has appointed these in the church. Now we're talking about ministries. He has appointed people to be in ministries. First, apostles. Second, prophets. These are listed by names or callings or offices first. And then it says third, teachers. See, teachers can be in a function or they can be listed as a name, an office. 
Um, they're listed according to this. After the miracles, then gifts of healings, helps. See, these are functions of the church. They are functions of ministries that need done. Administrations, varieties of tongues, that's a function. A variety of tongues are different kinds of tongues. They're for different purposes, different functions. Amen? Let's go on. Are all apostles? No, not all are apostles. But you can still evangelize. You can still help the church be built in different areas. Support missionaries. Support apostles that are going out. Are all prophets? No. But you can still edify. And the Lord still may use you to prophesy. That doesn't mean you are in the office of a prophet. You are not named a prophet by God. Oh, you can put a title on yourself. But if you aren't graced for it, it's meaningless. It's actually pride and it will hinder you from the grace you do have. Are all teachers? No, but you can still teach. You just aren't called to the office of a teacher. You know, Brother Keith Moore is a teacher. My pastor, he started off as a teacher. He has stepped into different areas of ministry, different calls, different offices. But he is a teacher. Hallelujah. All are workers of miracles? No, but you can still, God can still use you to perform a miracle in a specific situation. But that may not be a position or a function that you readily walk in continually. Do all have gifts of healings? No, but you can still lay your hands on people, declare healing in them, speak into them, and a manifestation of God comes upon them with power and they rise up healed and restored. Amen. You know, we talked about this in the previous message. A person who had that gift of healing, Oral Roberts. He's one of the ones that I know. Um, I never met him, but I saw him as a child. Many, many healings operation in his, his ministry. Do you all speak with tongues? Remember, there were different kinds of tongues. Here, it's talking about the ministry of tongues. All of these are ministries. Um, it didn't just stop in the middle of the list and go to a different kind. No, it's talking about all of these are ministry offices here. Do all speak with tongues? No. We'll get back down to verse 28 where it's talking about varieties of tongues. Here it's talking about the ministry of tongues. Do all interpret? No, but you can still be used by God to interpret a tongue, but you don't have a function or a specific grace of interpretation. I don't have that right now. I'm believing to interpret more. But currently, I don't have a lot of experience with the interpretation of tongues in church settings. I've done it a few times. The Lord has given me revelation and light. But that's not a common thing for me. Hallelujah. But there are people that have been developed in that area, that have a grace in that area, that have a call in that area. Let's continue on. But earnestly desire these gifts. Desire them. Well, we need to know about these gifts if we're going to desire them. Amen. And yet I show you more excellent way. God's desire is to show you his way. His thoughts are above our thoughts. His ways are above our th ways. We need to desire them. Pursue them. Seek them. Seek all these different things. So that you can walk in and be used greater in them. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll get into chapter 13 on the next message about love. I'm going to go over just a couple things on it. It says in verse 1, it says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels. Those are two different kinds of tongues. Many people judge what is a tongue or a language. 
How would you know? There's languages that are just clicking sounds on earth today. There's languages in other countries that are hard to understand, hard to learn. There's the double bite languages over in the Asia realm that's character based. And I don't understand those characters. I've looked at them. I've tried to learn them. Uh, I know a couple of them. There's all kinds of languages. There's spiritual, angelic languages. How would you know what is a language? Don't judge it. Amen? It's lack of wisdom. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love. You don't have love. Now this is talk. Love here is God. People misuse that word love. They use it for pizza, cars, sex. You're not making God, making love. No, God is love. The Bible says when it's sex that it's come together. Don't misuse the word love in the wrong instance. I encourage you to catch your words on that. I really like pizza. I really enjoy my motorcycle. I like it. But I love people and I love God. That's what you should love. People and God. Let's continue on. I'm going to get through verse verse 2. Um, it goes, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. In other words, it's vain. It's worthless. Don't be worthless. Don't be vain. Amen? Hallelujah. You need to walk in the love of God, not judge people for things you don't understand. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, ask God for divine revelation, understanding to bring you up. Amen? And God will give you understanding. But don't make fun of anything in the Bible, anything in the kingdom. Pray for people. If they're off, pray for them in love that they might come up. Love covers. It doesn't make fun of people. Amen? Cover people with love. Cover them with prayer. Glory to God. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. We'll continue on the next message. We're out of time today. Have a blessed day. Hi, this is Shara Kennedy, and I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. Due to the goodness of God and the graciousness of our partners, we're happy to inform you that you can download our products free of charge from our website. If you would like to become a partner, receive a newsletter, or find out more about Final Quest Ministries, feel free to contact us at www.fqmin.org. We'll see you next week. joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at mikecanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you.